Welcome to another episode of Daily Feasting on the Words of Christ. And today's meal that I want to chew on today, we're in 2 Nephi 27. And I know it's rather late. (laughs) I was up at 4 a.m. and had to be out the door to catch a bus. And I had my first day of work today working with little kids and it was a joy and I came back and I had schoolwork to do and I still haven't finished my uh, training that I usually attend in Monday mornings but I couldn't attend it today due to work and I still have like 50 is it 50 no I still have like 30 minutes I'm the training left to go, but I was kind of starting to fall asleep. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep my promise to you and make a recording before I go to bed today. And I can always finish my training tomorrow. And I <laughs> really, the, the, it was a good chapter today in both the Book of Mormon and the Bible. Really good chapters I guess you could make an argument that there's not really a bad one to read. Um, But for today, it was talking about, in the Book of Mormon, the restoration of the gospel. uh, Specifically about the Book of Mormon. And how... And it it mentions how um, they're going to take some of the writings of the plates to a very smart man... And he won't be able to read them because it's a, it's a sealed book. Like, he won't be able to read the words of this book. Um, and so Joseph begins to translate. And there is a phrase in this chapter that really stood out to me. And that... Uh, Really? I don't know. It has been on my mind all day because of it. And um, let me see if I can find it. Because I don't remember the exact verse. It's been like like over 12 hours since I read it. Um, Let's see. Oh, here we go. It's in verse 20. So it's the learned guy has said, I can't read it. And then the unlearned guy says, uh, well, how can I learn it? I'm not smart, you know? I don't have much knowledge to be able to translate ancient writings. And if the this very learned man said no, then how on earth could I do this? You know, how on earth could this be possible for me, if the expert says, nope, can't do it. And God you know, I I love how he he says in this verse I am able to do mine own work. I I love that because it what it's saying is y- your 
What you perceive to be a flaw, a weakness, is not going to stop me from doing what needs to happen. You know, this is God we're talking about. He has all power to make anything happen. So he's not worried. He's like, don't worry, Joseph Smith. Just because you had nothing higher than a third grade education... That's not going to stop you from being a prophet. That's not going to stop you from translating a Book of Mormon. You know, that... This perceived difficulty is not going to keep you from accomplishing what I have designed for you to accomplish. And that that hit me. You know, the spirit kind of just touched me with that one. It was like, hey, Alma, listen, you need this right now, you know? Because I got a lot of worries. I got a lot of things that I'm concerned about, you know? A lot of things have in my mind. A lot of things where I'm like, how in the world is this going to work out? How is, like, how is this going to turn out well? How is this going to happen? And I'm so worried because I feel like I don't have the skills necessary to accomplish things or the means necessary to accomplish certain things that you know I feel like need to get done and it it's worrisome you know and I worry a lot <laughs> something I need to work on I know it's one of my many flaws um but I like this verse because it basically is saying, you know, God can do anything regardless of where you're at or how much weakness you think you have. You know, it. you might think it's impossible, but to God, nothing is impossible. He's able to do his own work. He is able to get this done right? And he will perform miracles if he needs to. He does not mind. In fact, I think he probably loves it. He probably loves performing miracles, honestly. You know, that's probably an exciting part of his job, is to just blow our minds. (laughs) He probably loves it. You know, to him, he's like, oh, this is just a day in a life, you know? (laughs) day of my life of work and when he like performs this miracle and the rest of us are just like whoa you know we're all just like flabbergasted like a dad showing some little kids a very simple magic trick and they're all just blown away because they're like oh my goodness how did you make that quarter appear out of my ear you know and god's just sitting there like i know how i did it but it's so much fun just surprising y'all and seeing your reactions. I wonder, I wonder if that's how he feels about miracles. Where he's like, it's, it's just so easy for him. But he loves doing it because, like, we just get so excited and so surprised. And, he, and it's just the best reactions ever. He's like, this is awesome. Right? He's just looking at us like, oh, they're so adorable. Look at them, honey. Look at them. They they can't get enough of it. <laughs> you know, and 
I think that's something that would be good for me to remember more often is that God is able to do miracles. And so if God says something's going to happen, there really isn't any need for me to worry. Because if God says it's going to happen, it, it, it's going to happen. There, There's nothing that's going to keep it from happening, right? Unless it's my own disobedience. But that's a different story. Um, you know, as long as I am obedient to the commandments, do what I need to do, then I really don't need to worry. Because God always keeps his promises. He hasn't ever once, like, not, if that makes sense. Like, his integrity is so high that it just goes through the roof. He fills the entire expanse of the universe with his integrity. So when God says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. And, and you know, it's kind of interesting how we as human beings, we forget about it, you know? Like, I don't know about you, but for me, I just feel like I forget that all too often. I'm like, wait, I believe God to be this all-powerful being and I still worry? Like, I don't need to worry. Worry seems so pointless when you think about how all-knowing and all-powerful and how, like, how much God keeps his promises. Like, how dependable he is. (laughs) Human beings shouldn't worry. Because God has all power, all knowledge, and always keeps his promises. Well, unless you're wicked. Then then you can worry because God's all-powerful, all-knowing, and keeps all his promises, and the wicked are going to burn, as far as I've been reading. So, if you're wicked, yeah, you might have cause to worry. But if you're righteous... Uh, there, there is uh, worrying is so pointless in, the, in this perspective when you think about it from God's perspective it, it, it is worry worry is pointless it literally is a rocking chair it gives you something to do but doesn't take you anywhere and it's just like well why do that <laughs> right why be stuck in misery when we can just move on knowing God's going to take care of it somehow. Right? It's just... My mind is just... Like, what? Why do I do this to myself all the time? And... uh, And maybe that's just part of human nature. You know, is that we're very forgetful creatures. Extremely forgetful creatures. And part of our work here on Earth is to remember... The things that we constantly forget. <laughs> Even simple truths like God has all power and all knowledge and will always keep his promises. You know? And so I guess it's good we have the scriptures to remind us of that as long as we're using them daily. Then we get reminded of that on a daily basis, you know? God threw us a bone with that one. He's like, look, it's completely pointless. For y'all to worry, but I know you're going to do it. And the only way that's going to help is daily reminders. So I'm just going to give you one. Okay? Pre-made daily reminder. Boom. There you go. 
now I just have to remember to use it every day. <laughs> right? Um, but, yeah. If we do, then it can help us remember that God can make anything happen. If he says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And we don't really need to worry. And so we can then make the choice not to worry. Because I totally believe that's a choice. I don't know about you. But I totally believe that we can choose how we feel. We can choose how we think. And so worry is a choice that someone can make. And someone can make the choice not to worry. I really do believe that. Now, maybe there's some extent to like clinical mental conditions that may that might make that a little bit harder for some. But I think a majority of people it's a it's a choice. You you make that choice freely if you're worrying. You may not understand that you're making that choice or no like how that choice was made, but you are making that choice. Sorry, yawning, because I've been up since 4 a.m., and it's almost 9, so it's been like, let's see, that'd be 12 plus, oh, I've been up for 17 hours. Goodness graciousness, almost 17 hours. Dealing with kids while tired, I don't know how I do it. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what I got out of the, out of my scripture reading today from the Book of Mormon, and I, that has stuck with me all day, and I really, really like it. It's a really, really good reminder, and, um. Oh, goodness. Sorry for the constant yawning. <laughs> I wouldn't... I, does this make you yawn? Does hearing me yawn make you yawn? Because if it does, I'm like, one part, sorry, and the other part is, that's hysterical. So, um, but anyway, in the Bible, let's see, what, what chapter did I read in the Bible this morning? Got a review here. I read... Chapter 13 in the Bible today. And that one, Jesus was explaining some parables and explaining why he used parables. And so we got the parables of the seed, you know, on the different types of ground. And the parable of the wheat and the tares and the pearl of great price and the treasure in the field and all these different things. Right? And, um... He's just talking in parables because, you know, he, those who are ready to receive that knowledge, they'll find it. And those who aren't, they won't. And I, I find that interesting, you know. Um, that God 
gives us what we're ready for. Well, I mean, sometimes I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Sometimes I don't think I'm ready, but God knows I'm ready. And, and there's a difference between, like, feeling ready and being actually ready, probably. You know, there's probably a difference where, like, you may never feel ready, but reality doesn't always match our emotions, you know? How we feel is not always an accurate representation of what reality is. But God is, you know, being all-knowing and having all truth. He has an accurate representation of reality. And so he knows what we're ready for. He knows what we can handle, what we're willing to handle. I think also a part of it is, like, our choice. Do we seek for understanding? Do we seek for knowledge? Do we seek for help and for guidance, right? So the the thing with God is he in, puts the knowledge out there and invites us to come to him. And he's so intelligent that he puts it in such a way that unless you're actually seeking for it, you won't find it. It's like they're in plain sight, but unless you're looking for it, you're not going to see it. You know, and if you're looking for something else, you won't find it here. You have to go somewhere else to find what you're looking for. And uh, that is just so brilliant, you know, because it honors our agency so much. And we are not going to be held accountable for knowledge that we didn't seek for. You know, we're not going to be held accountable for not understanding something we didn't want to understand in the first place. And that's just, I don't know, that was, that was just cool to me. And just showed how brilliant God is in a way, you know? And it was, um, You know, kind of interesting to hear Jesus' explanation of the parable of... I think it's called the parable of the sower, is what it's called. Um, and you have, like, the seeds that fall by the wayside, and then you have the seeds that fall on the rocks, and the seeds that get choked up by thorns, and then seeds that produce fruit some 100 times, some 60 times, and some 30 times. And you know, it's all dependent on our heart and where we are and where, you know, we want to be, where our level of understanding is, and we can choose. Like, if we find that we are some ground that doesn't do so well, you know, that the seed's not gonna grow super great we can we can change that we can work the ground to be more ready for the seed 
and right it's that seeking for knowledge idea we won't find it until we're looking for it we won't receive that change of hearts until we start working for it right it god doesn't give us something we're not seeking for right god gives us what we're seeking for or lets us have what we're seeking for however it ends up working out um, and i just think that's cool you know i don't have many thoughts on that other than that's cool that he lets us find what we're seeking for that he helps us find what we're seeking for you know and it just goes to show you how awesome of a dad we have as our heavenly father he's just so awesome he's so cool so loving and again like i forget that often that's why i need to read the scriptures often to be reminded how cool my heavenly father is that i have a cool dad in heaven that he loves me and he's trying to help me and you know he's he's got all the power to do whatever it takes that needs to get done and i don't have to worry about things getting done because god says it's going to be done and it's going to be done i don't need to really concern myself about the details other than am I doing what's right? You know, am I keeping the commandments? Am I walking in the straight and narrow way? Do I have the Holy Ghost with me? And as long as I'm doing what's right, then God will take care of the rest. And you know what? That's, that's all God really asks for anyway. All he asks is, I keep the commandments. You know, do what's right. Believe in Jesus. And, you know, things are going to work out. Things are going to be okay. Things are going to be great. And, you know, I'm glad I was able to get this podcast episode in before I fall asleep tonight. And you know I'm, I may have to change my schedule don't know how long I'll be able to keep this up but I don't know maybe I'll acclimate and I won't need as much sleep and you know or maybe my body will just get the sleep it needs in the time I give it we'll find out but anyway you know thanks thanks for joining me for this scriptural feast this meal with me today And, you know, I hope that you have a fantastic evening or day or whenever you end up watching this, you know, and hope that you tune in for my next episode tomorrow and hope you have a great day.